The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Kia ora and welcome to Remember When. We're taking a break to look back on the trends, phenomena and key moments that impacted our lives as young folk growing up in Aotearoa. My name's Jan Yee, and today I'm joined by the spin-off's TV editor, Sam Brooks, and creative director, Toby Morris. And we are together to remember when Pokemon Go. Pokemon has not gone yet. No, no it is. still very much alive. Yes, and it's like, it is, it is, I think it's like the largest franchise in any art form on earth. What? Wow, really? Yeah. Across games, movies. Games, movies, yeah. TV shows. Yeah. Passion, apparently. Pokemon Go, the game, launched in 2016, and it was downloaded more than 500 million times worldwide by the end of the year. I don't know what's a good number of games to be downloaded, (laughs) but that sounds like... A lot to me. It certainly sounds like a lot to me. Yes, it's impressive. The stat goes that if all the Pokemon Go users currently formed a nation, it would be like the ninth most populous nation on Earth. Wow. Wow. And it was such a weird time when it arrived because it was... It's hard to remember any other game being such a phenomenon, like such a sort of broadly, your mum and your dad knew about it and the kids and someone down the street. It was all over the news. It was was causing an uproar because people were looking (laughs) down at their phones and wandering around. It's a huge sensation. (laughs) I remember just like news footage of people at Mission Descending on Mission Bay and, you know, like live crosses from the the news being like, oh, there's still more more and more people arriving. All these people having fun? What the hell's going on? Stop it. Parents moving around with their children and interacting with technology. Fun at the beach. (laughs) Disgusting. Shut it down. (laughs) There was a a very strong um, VR element to it, which I think, I don't know if, I mean, I know it still exists as part of the game, but it's such a battery suck, right? It is. And it's not. It's not the most fun part of it. It's like the like novelty, I think, of like seeing like a Pokemon in your room does wear off fairly quickly. I don't know. Okay, because I played a little bit at the time and I was, I did that thing, that thing you're not supposed to do where I'd have the notifications to I'd be driving along and my, my pocket would buzz <laughs> and I'd pull over. <laughs> I was like awfully distracted by it. Um, and I loved seeing like... Bulbasaur and on the side of the road by the tree that I'm standing in front of and that kind of thing. And then I I had a very long hiatus and picked it up again recently because you wrote an article mm. um, about Pokemon Go Sam, which you can find on the spinoff.co.nz and it, it piqued my interest again and I opened it up and could see that now you can just, they're just in like a 
the non-VR world, right? Yes, yeah, but you, AR, you, you AR. Can, VR, AR, it, isn't it? Augmented, AR, whatever. Yeah. You can toggle. Yeah. But, yeah, but it seems so much more convenient just being like, okay, here's a stop, throw a few Pokeballs at it, and then you have it, and yeah, it's nice. Yeah, I know, but I think I just, I don't know. I mean, you could always toggle, but I, it was default for me was being on the AR mode, mm-hmm. and, uh, and now I, I understand that the young folk uh, just go straight for the... Whatever the opposite of AR mode is. I was interested in your article that it kept that they sort of adapted it for lockdown time, so mm. people can't actually walk around the streets. Right, ah. they've sort of twisted it to be to make it so that you could still play it if you're stuck in your apartment or yeah. stuck in your house. I mean, I kind of wish it was still like that. Yeah. <laughs> the only time I ever seem to pull, it, pull out my phone to play it is when I'm sitting at home and I don't really feel like wandering around the neighbourhood. Mm. But my kids, um, they know of it. They uh, they don't have their own phones or anything yet, but they are constantly on my case to like go for a walk and catch some Pokemon. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm lazy. No, I think it's, I, I don't want them fighting over the phone because yeah. that's all happened. Just turn to an idea. I totally get the addictive quality of it, right? Mm. Like it's got the, I mean, that's why Pokemon's so successful in, in general, I suppose, is that it has that, that collecting kind of element. I was sort of really freaked out of it. When it first came, I sort of played it for a week and was like, I got to delete this off my phone or it's going to take over my life like the type of personality that I have I'm not going to be able to think about anything else and it's just going to waste so much of my time. I think I had this this notion that it was just you just throw Pokeballs uh, to, to catch the Pokemon that's sitting on your bed and then collect as many as you can but there's Heaps of other stuff you can like trade with people. Yeah, it's it's a surprisingly like a deep game, but I think like the base thrill of it is that it lets you kind of engage at either that kind of like okay, we'll I'll do raids, I'll like take over gyms, or you can just swipe up, throw a few things, and then it's like cool. I've caught another Bulbasaur, and then it, yeah, you, you you have that small feeling of like I caught something, I've achieved something, oh. I feel good and better. I think it makes me feel bad and worse because I <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a completist that I want to even if I'm never going to use it, I want to understand how all the rest of it works. So like I'm cool with just catching a few Pokemon, that's fine, I can do that, but. I want to know about the battles and the gyms and the and Team Rocket flying overhead and the Zeppelin or whatever it is. And, you know, like I, I want to do all the things and trade with people and know that I'm getting a good deal. <laughs> I, I, it's too much. It's too much. It's like you could, it could be a full-time job that yeah. you don't get paid for. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I could absolutely could be, I think. The game actually, when it first came out, attracted quite a lot of controversy. As we mentioned, there were people unhappy about people looking down at phones while they're wandering around. Um but there were also like some accidents, you know, it caused some accidents and created like public nuisance. And various governments expressed concerns about security and some countries regulated its use. That seems crazy to me. But oh, that's, a, that's when you know you're a, a phenomenon, right? When right. the government's yeah. making up laws <laughs> exactly. to, to, to keep you down. But your little video game mm. um, it had grossed uh, six bill by the end of 2020. So someone's making some some good money there. Serious money. Um, and I like a company's next game as a version of that, but it's Harry Potter oh. instead, which will be equally as huge. Oh, that's going to be. When's that coming out? People came next that. year, I want to say. I'm going to get into that. I'm going to get in at the beginning and I'm going to commit. <laughs> so that in ten years' time, when we're doing, remember when the Harry Potter game came out? I can be all over it. Uh, 150 species of Pokemon was how many we started with, and now there are 600. Yeah, and that's not all of them. I think there are something like 880 Pokemon in total, and that will increase again, I don't think this year, but next, with the next 
release of the main series, which will probably take it up to a thousand. And as the that's saying, too many. As the saying goes, <laughs> you got to catch them all. Yeah, you you got to catch them all. <laughs> You're compelled to. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sam and Toby, for remembering when Pokemon Go. I mean, it's a current thing. You can still get amongst it, but at least remembering when it first landed, we all wandered around with our faces plugged into our screens. Uh, thank you, TI, here for recording, and thank you to you guys for listening and to the spin off members for making this podcast possible. Kia ora e te Tiaihe Butler here, podcast manager at the spin off. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a spin-off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.